Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry, Toyota. Let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What is up? Welcome to another edition of the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. It's me, your man, MG Marcus Grant, alongside the Fantasy Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano Fabs. Happy week six, man. Yeah, man. Happy week six. Not for Yankee fans. No, I'm it's still all over. trying to get over that loss. Eddie's trying to get over the loss. Go Houston. Uh, <laughs> really, Houston? Uh, Dude, anybody, anybody. Oh, no, I'm definitely, I'm pulling for the Dodgers. Anybody. Boston. <laughs> no, Houston last, Houston anybody. followed me last, last well, year. Houston, Houston beat you guys to go to the World Series exactly. last year. Exactly. I'm not a fan of Houston at Dude, all. Dude, really? <laughs> then what kind of Yankees fan are you? You're going to be rooting for, for the NL. No, you, yeah, you, you don't let the Red Sox get anywhere near the World Series. It's fine if I'll they do. Them out. I'm still going for Brewers or Dodgers, but preferably be Dodgers. I want. I'd love to see. You know, I don't even care. Brewers, Dodgers, the matter. Just not Boston. Honestly, you, you should cheer for. You should cheer for them to get to the World Series to have them lose in the most painful way possible. Like have them get no, close. I, I can't. Like you know, like have them get to the room with the Holy Grail and then pick the wrong one and then you, turn to dust. You don't understand the hell no, the I world turns into if the Red Sox win the World Series. No, I've I've, I've lived in that world too. It's so horrible. I, I understand. Yeah, so uh, we have plenty to talk about. Of course, week six preview. We will talk about the the London game and whether or not uh, you should handle it any differently than most other games. It's kind of a weird thing to, to figure out with London. Um, of course, we'll have uh, Eddie's Delirious pick and some of your mailbag tweets as well. But uh, hey, let's get started by doing some news. Let's hear the news. All right, Devontae Freeman missed Falcons practice this week as he's dealing with a foot injury. I believe a bone contusion mm-hmm. is the diagnosis right now. Uh, it's been a tough year for yeah, man. Devontae Freeman. Yep. Um, obviously, this, this means uh, more Tevin Coleman, right? You would think so. Yeah, I mean, Ito Smith as well is going to be on the radar for fantasy fans. But Judge Ito. Yeah, Coleman's a guy who's averaging right around 15 PPR points per game in games where Freeman is absent, and that looks like... What we're going to have in week six, so fire up Coleman, and if you're in a deeper league, uh, Judge Ito, the honorable one, the honorable uh, Judge Ito. is a potential flex starter because the Buccaneers' defense is not good. It's funny we keep talking about like you know Judge Ito, and I'm just wondering like yeah how many like Eddie you you get that well he's he's off uh, you know making sure things sound great, but uh, I'm like wondering Eddie do you you get the uh, you get the Judge Ito reference? Are you old enough to get that reference? 
Nope. That's a no. So really? Afraid not. What yeah. is it? I want to take an idiot in a second. Presided over the OJ Simpson right. trial. Oh right, yeah, of course. It's, but sorry, it's such a, it's sorry, such sorry, a deep poll. Like you it know, is. like it, it's like everybody. But it's, says, but it's not like if you're our age, like it's right. Not. But that's what I'm saying. Like, but but of us, I mean, you have to figure uh, the OJ trial was literally like twenty some odd years ago. It was ninety four. Right. So I was uh, <laughs> I was, I was uh, two years old. But I know you're it. I know it from. The uh, the documentaries, the ESPN documentary, right. and then from the uh, the FX show. So he he was a prominent figure in yes. both yeah. shows. So I assume if you were of age watching it, he definitely stood out. Right. If you, so. if you if you lived during that time, you were old enough yeah. to you know like you definitely know sure. Lance Ito. But I just feel like now as the as the trial has sort of faded into memory, um, he's not as prominent as he was. By the way, a- a- almost any and all documentaries on that whole O.J. Simpson situation, I love them. They're all A+. Plus. I, can't, Everything is a plus. I can't watch enough of them. Yeah, they're all pretty great. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Elsewhere, Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup look like they're going to play on Sunday, so that means good things. I know there's potentially going to be it's weather. It's supposed to. There's going to be weather. Yeah, it's supposed to snow. going to be weather there in Denver. Right, it's not even November yet. Uh, I mean, no. And we're getting a little of the white stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, it's supposed to be raining pretty hard in New Jersey tonight for Eagles-Giants. Uh-huh. Uh, and snowing in Denver for Rams. You know what? I-, I feel like every week of the NFL season, there should be at least one game played in the snow. Even if it's fake snow. I mean, ski resorts do it all the time. They make fake snow. I love games in the snow. They're so much fun. Who doesn't love playing football in the snow or watching a football game in the snow? Uh, the Watching the football game in the snow? You can count I me out. I love it, man. I mean, like, oh, do I have to watch it there? It, well, if it's your favorite team, okay, and your favorite I mean, am I team, watching it from my couch or am I in the stands? Well, I mean, you know, either one. Like, if I'm a, I'm a, cow- not in the stands. I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan. If I'm at Lambeau Field and it's snowing and I'm watching the game and I'm freezing, I think, well, that's kind of one of those cool yeah, see, I'm the dude things. who wants to go to Lambeau in, like, September. Like, I'm not trying to go in <laughs> December. So, uh, But Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup back. That's good news. You know, having those guys healthy, you're playing them. Yep. Uh, no, no real debates there. Just more, just keeping track on their status as we get to Sunday. Will Deshaun Watson play on Sunday against the Bills? He says for sure. Uh, he was getting his chest looked at, and but it looks like everything's going to be fine there. The Bills' defense has not been bad this year. I mean, they're not great, but they're not terrible. Um, They've been better at home for sure. They have been better at home. I mean, would you still take the chance on Deshaun Watson? Yeah. All right. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, unless so. We're going to talk about the, the the game in Atlanta a bunch, but like, if you could pick up Jameis Winston, I would start him yes. over Deshaun Watson. Ooh, okay. All right. I love Jameis this week. I do love Jameis. I mean, he's all over the place. In the fantasy community, everyone's all over him. That only means bad things, but Absolutely. it is a great matchup. It's all going to go sideways yeah, now. Right. Uh, Isaiah Crowell dealing with an ankle issue, and he is not practicing, did not practice on Thursday. Him coming off that huge game mm-hmm. uh, a week ago against the Denver Broncos. Yep. But he has been quietly a pretty consistent option if he can go this week. I feel like you got to give him a shot against the Colts, right? Yeah, I mean, keep tabs on that Friday practice report because if he doesn't practice, then Bilal Powell all of a sudden becomes a very interesting RB2 slash flex starter in this contest. You know, the Colts uh, never good at stopping the run. So if Powell is the guy for the men in green this weekend and Crowell is, or Crowell, Crowell and Powell. Crowell and Powell. If the the crow is out and Bilal is the man, there's some definite upside there. Uh, same same game, different side. No yep. practice for T.Y. Hilton, Jack Doyle, or Eric Ebron. Oh, man. The Doyle and Ebron part is, is interesting because do you dare take a chance on Eric Swoop 
if I know uh, that's the thing, right? Yeah, I think you do. Look at the tight I mean, end position. He's a really he's a really athletic guy. Yeah, they dude. like his playmaking ability. He just hasn't. He's been buried on the depth chart, so he hasn't gotten a chance. I mean, Doyle's not playing. If Ebron is out, and that would be such an Ebron thing. He's hot and now. He's hurt. But <laughs> heck, yeah, I would. Look at the look at the tight ends we're we're telling people to start these days. I right. would absolutely do that. And in that game, one player that I love and. I have him in my top 25 wide receivers in PPR leagues. Damned if I'm going a little crazy on him is Chester Rogers. Ooh, okay. Okay. The Jets are brutal against slot receivers, and Buster Screen is banged up. And if he doesn't play, and if Tremaine Johnson doesn't play, he didn't practice on Thursday either. The Jets are going to be down two of their top three corners, and Chester Rogers is going to eat because T.Y. Hilton's not there. Doyle's not there. Ebron might not be there. Even if Ebron is there, he's going to see a lot of targets, a lot of targets. So if Rogers is out there and you need a flex starter and a PPR league, giddy up. Uh, by the way, in case, in case this helps sway anybody, Eric Swope played college basketball. So he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, man. Those, those are just That's right. Rules. Those are yep. just the rules. He played college mm-hmm. basketball. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Yep. Um, Geronimo Allison and Randall Cobb return to practice. Uh, that doesn't seem to bode well for Marquez Valdez scantling. Mm-hmm. So no, potentially no MVS, no ESB. But here's the problem, though. It's a Monday night game. Yep. So unless you know for sure that Allison is in or out, Cobb is in or out, you can't really play any one of the three of them because you don't know what's going to happen. Right. Right. I mean, if you have to wait until game time. You can't do that. I mean, unless you have you like have MVS have MVS, yeah. and Cobb or MVS and Allison, and then you're okay because you're covered. Other than that, I mean, it's going to be hard to start any of them because of the question marks about two of the three status due to health. Yeah, so that's going to be one to keep an eye on. Uh, although it does, I think, mean good things for uh, for Aaron Rodgers getting his top receivers back. Against the Niners. Oh, oh boy. The uh, Niners, the team that passed on him in the draft. Yeah. I. Oh, Marcus. I still am bitter about I that. I would be, too. I'm still sad. I would um, be, too. Greg Olson puts in a full practice on Thursday. Looks like he is on track to play on Sunday, so he's back. We're starting, right? I mean, we just need tight. I mean, yeah, dude, we, we just, just need tight ends. We just need tight We ends. really do. I mean, like, that's the bottom line right now. So uh, if, if he's back and you, you sat on him this long or maybe you picked him up off the waiver wire because someone hastily cut him, I'd be firing him up unless I had one of the better options. And <laughs> there's not that many uh, right now. I mean, the, the thing I do worry about is that, you know, that foot injury, you know, problematic last season, yep. problematic this season. He's coming back. We'll see. Uh, so it's a risk-reward proposition. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully he can avoid injuries. Again. We'll see what happens. Plus, also, Greg Olson being back, probably, I'd say it signals the end of Devin Funches. Yes. Devin Funches never really got No, well, two, two games, Funches was pretty good in PPR. He's pretty good, and in the last game, he wasn't so much. But nah, uh, but you're right, though. It, it, it correlates. You know, Olsen out, Funches moves up. Olsen in, Funches comes Just moves back. So moves there. back down, yeah. So there you go. That is uh, pretty much all the news you need to know. <laughs> That was the news. All right, let's do our week six preview, shall we? We'll kick it off in hot Atlanta. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers heading up for a division matchup against the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons have been bad defensively in pretty much every aspect. Mm-hmm. 
do you have the stomach to start a Bucks running? No, I don't. <laughs> because, like, I mean, Peyton Barber hadn't done anything. Uh, a good matchup, bad matchup, and there hadn't mattered because they, they've just thrown the football a ton. And I don't know if things are going to change now with Fitzmagic out and Winston in. I would think they're going to throw the ball a lot. And Ronald Jones, I would make a speculative add on him. Mm-hmm. But here's the problem. Can't catch. Can't pass protect. I mean, is that a problem? Uh, that's a problem. Okay. So I would pick him up because they've got no one else, but... I wouldn't play him. I, I I just can't. I can't do it. I can't do that. Wow. Um, do it, buddy. I mean, I I did. I looked at it. And I thought about like, do I try Ronald? And I'm like, I just I don't I don't have the I don't have yeah. the guts. I don't have yep. the fortitude to do it. I you know it just it has. They just can't. They can't open holes. Neither one of those guys. Peyton Barber's been bad. Ronald mm-hmm. Jones has been bad. There's just mm-hmm. nothing good there to look at. Yep. Uh, we talked a little bit about Devonte Freeman and and how you might handle that going forward, depending on his foot injury. But staying with the Falcons. Calvin Ridley obviously had those two blow-up games. Muhammad Sanu has started to get involved. So now, if you're facing that dilemma, Muhammad Sanu, Calvin <laughs> Ridley, which way are you going? I have Ridley ranked higher, but I would not be surprised if Sanu scored more points this week. You got to look at the numbers, guys. The Buccaneers have given up the most yards, the most touchdowns, and the most PPR points to slot receivers in the entire league. They're giving up 73 points a game. I'm sorry, 43 points a game to slot receivers. And Sanu's run about 75% of his routes out of the slot. So it's weird because you look at the numbers on next gen and it's all against the slot. All the damage is done against the slot against the Buccaneers. If you look at the defense uh, with the wide receivers out wide, it's not nearly as as mind blowing. Uh, Sanu is a very good play. We told you to start him last week against the Steelers. I would say start him again this week against the Bucks. You know, I think an interesting an interesting report. And I know you know somebody out there who's doing a lot of smart work who probably has broken down the rise of slot receivers and now we're seeing like a lot of these big time outside receivers moving to the slot i mean mike evans has done it uh michael thomas is larry doing fitzgerald it. fitzgerald is doing it like i'm waiting for the next move is when defensive coordinators figure out how to kind of slow down some of this mm-hmm. slot production because yep. that's that's been the thing mm-hmm. so far this year yep, yep. um panthers going to washington we talked a little bit devin funches uh bye-bye off the radar for me all right as a starter yeah i mean it's just been so hard, man. Like, yep. I, you know, it's funny. They got rid of Kelvin Benjamin and they replaced him with like a slight upgrade of Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> like, you know, like I, I guess Kelvin Benjamin is sort of like dollar store Devin Funches. I'm not sure, but it's not it's not a whole lot better now that that Greg Olson is back. Uh, that that I think is pretty much a wrap. But everybody else, I mean, Cam Newton, obviously, I think you're starting Christian McCaffrey. You're obviously yep. starting. We talked about Greg Olson. Mm-hmm. I think you know those are your your three main Panthers that you're that you're going to start. Yep. On the flip side, Adrian Peterson, can you play him? I mean, aside from the fact that he is a walking injury report between you know his knee, what I say, ankles, what I say earlier in the week, his shoulder. I mean, he played, he dislocated his shoulder on Monday night, at and, he still, and, and he that hit that he took to the, oh, the, to I the thought, knee. I thought, I thought that he was, was done. I thought that was a wrap for him. Yeah. I don't know if it was the same knee that he had the reconstruction on, but if it is. Kudos to that surgeon. Yeah, it just, I thought that was a wrap. But so now he's going against this Panthers defense, which is is pretty tough, especially on running backs. Give AP some run this week. He's a flex starter at best for me. He he really, he's so up and down with the numbers. I mean, he's had two big weeks, had a couple of stinkers. Uh, One thing that I do want to know, obviously, and we all want to know is what the status of Chris Thompson. I think he's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. But remember, he got banged up in that game because Alex Smith was throwing hospital balls. And uh, unfortunately, he took a hit trying to catch one of those hospital balls. But 
he should be fine. But, you know, God forbid anything's up with CT, then Peterson becomes a, a must start. And let's talk about Alex Smith. Okay. Anyone who thought that Alex Smith was going to be as good this year as he was last year was out of their cotton-picking minds or is a Redskins fan. Because Alex Smith ended up having the magical season, which, Marcus, you know I talk about all the time. It was the best season he's ever going to have. He had Tyreek Hill. He had Travis Kelsey. He had Kareem Hunt. He had Andy Reid calling the shots. He goes to Washington, no deep threat, right? I mean, Paul Richardson, ugh, he can't stay healthy. Uh, Josh Doxson can't stay healthy. You know, Jamison Crowder's a slot guy. He's not going to make big plays. And Alex Smith has turned back to what Alex Smith was for most of his career. Well, a dinker and a dunker who, and, and he looked terrible against he looked the awful Saints. Against, yeah. I mean, he's typically pretty accurate, but I mean, he left, he left a few of his receivers out to dry bad in that game. Well, I, I mean, I, I'll give you the counterpoint because I did believe Alex, I didn't think he'd be quite as good as last year, but I still thought he'd be better than he was this year. And my, my reasoning for it was, one, Jay Gruden has always played sort of an arena-style football uh, offense. You know, mm. you know, he's the guy who made his hay sort of in the arena league. And, and we saw with Kirk Cousins, they weren't afraid to take shots down the field. Now I'm starting to think that maybe that was more Kirk Cousins than it was Jay Gruden. Mm-hmm. But he had... He had, in theory, a dynamic playmaking tight end. I mean, you know, Travis Kelsey versus Jordan Reed. He had receivers that could catch out of the backfield. Chris Thompson versus Kareem Hunt. Paul Richardson could be a deep threat. He did have a slot receiver, you know, J- Jamison Crowder isn't quite Tyreek Hill, but he's a little gadget guy that can play out of the slot. So I thought a lot of the same pieces were there, but you're right. Maybe this was, maybe, maybe what that success that Washington had the last couple of years, maybe we should owe that more to Kirk Cousins than anything they did with that coaching staff mm-hmm. because Alex Smith has come there and has not, has not continued. That and look, at it's, I mean, look what's going on in Minnesota now. Thielen, 100 yards every game. Diggs, putting up numbers, man, you know? Kirk Cousins is, a, is an underrated quarterback, and well, maybe not underrated from a reality standpoint, but in fantasy, fantasy's pretty damn good. And the numbers that that offense is putting up have been astronomical. Hopefully, hopefully, they get that running game started. Dalvin Cook was able to put in a full practice today, so that's a good sign. Yeah, they they kind of need that. Um, I think they're the only team in the NFL that hasn't rushed for a touchdown. Yikes! That's yeah. that's no bueno. Yeah. Um. All right, Seahawks. I'd say I, I wrote Seahawks at Raiders, but it should be Seahawks versus Raiders or Raiders. Well, no, it's a Raiders Seahawks. home game, though. So you're actually right. Home game. I'm doing okay. air quotes. You yeah, guys can see home game because they're playing in jolly old England mm-hmm. in London. Like, I'm, That's pretty good. I didn't really? know Handsome Hank was in I here. I thought that was terrible, but all right, I'll take Not that. Too bad. Um, so the London game, right? It's one of what? Four, I believe we got this year or one of at least three. I don't know. Multiple. There are multiple London games. I will say that. There you much. go. That's. Uh, I will say multiple London games. Um, I was. I've always tried to look and see if there are any defining characteristics of these games. I remember writing a couple of years ago, trying to figure out if there's anything you know these games have in common. You know, is one team you know run better, throw better, whatever. There's nothing about them that has any sort yeah, know. of through line because, at all. It, because in the beginning, it was like, oh man, the field is a mess. It's like a marsh. And it's it's bad for the offenses. And then there was that game. I think it was I think it was it Saints Chargers or I, th- I can't remember what it was, but I remember like LT was in the game, so it was definitely Chargers. And it was a ridiculously like high scoring game. And that kind of whole concept of the of the London games being low scoring games went out the window. So in this game, you would think based on these two teams, it's going to be a ground and pound game because the Seahawks have become a run first offense, except for Russell Wilson, who's on pace for a career low in rushing yards. I mean, like barely over a hundred. It's so bad, but 
They've got Carson, who I like as a flex. They've got Davis. If you're desperate for a flex, I guess you could utilize him. He's getting enough opportunities. And Marshawn Lynch. At least in the first half, because in the second half, they stopped using him. I don't know why. but Well, usually because they're losing, and then they can't, they can't run the ball. He's still the best back they have. I mean, I don't think we're going to see more of Jalen Richard than we are of Marshawn Lynch this week. I think he's an RB2. Interesting, because, I mean, it's funny because... The second half of these Raider games have belonged to Jalen Richard again because usually they're losing. And but I mean, Seahawks are not—they're not great. You know, their no, they're defense not. is and eh, their offense so hasn't been that good. That so. might be what keeps Marshawn Lynch involved. Yeah, if it's for a ground and pound game. kind of game, then Marshawn he'll get into the end zone uh, for you this weekend. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, I guess cause I went into thinking like, is there something you do differently? Is there a different way you approach these London games? But I guess not. You just sort of play them as as they would say in in golf. You play it as it lies, right? Like it just is. It is what it is. Really? Man. Because a lot of my friends that I play golf with, they move it all over the place. Yeah, well, I, I'm They don't play golf, it as it so lies. I don't, I don't play at all. They, they lie about that lie, <laughs> and they move it around all over the place. Um, is this a make-or-break week for Doug Baldwin? Dude, it, I mean, I don't know about make-or-break, but, geez, I, I, how could you play him right now? He's just a name. I, I, yeah. I, He's I, just a name, Mark. I, mean, I just wrote my weekly Fix My Flex column, like, I can't do it. He's just a name. That's all. Until he starts producing, he's just a name. He's coming off a mediocre season um, from a fantasy standpoint. Been banged up. I mean, I don't know that he's 100%. Even before he was forced to miss time, he was saying, remember the preseason? I'm not going to be 100% all yeah, year. Yeah, so I mean, I, I don't know, man. It, like Between him and like Larry Fitzgerald, more name than, than production right now. And I feel bad because I love both of them. I've had both of them on fantasy teams. I have both of them on fantasy teams. I can't play them. Uh, Doug Baldwin last week, one target, one catch, one yard. I know. I mean, and, the, and That's, I mean, oof. Russell Wilson completed thirteen passes. Thirteen. Oof. That the Red Scott sacks more, scored more runs in a game against us. Oof. Sorry. Oof, man. I'm still better. So uh, we talked about Marshawn Lynch. So we're, we're both thinking he gets a second half because last week he didn't have any touches in the second half. I'm guessing he'll at least that would get be stupid. If at he least didn't. one touch in the second. I mean, half. he's got to be beast mode against the Seahawks, man. He's got to. One would think. But, you know, I can't wait for the Raiders to get down on the one-yard line again and try to throw it to Seth Roberts or something. Great. That'll be what yeah. happens. Thanks, John Green. <laughs> um, Colts at Jets. Naheem Hines has been pretty good the last couple of weeks. Yep. But Marlon Mack looks like he's coming back. We know Robert Turbin is back. Jordan Wilkins is still there. There's just a lot of guys hanging around that backfield. Is it time maybe if you have Naheem Hines to, to put him on the bench or maybe even put him on waivers? Nah, I, I still think he's a flex uh, until further notice, until we see what the rotation is. I, he deserves to be out there. And remember, the Colts are down receivers. We've talked about it. I mean, Doyle's hurt. Hilton's hurt. You know, Ebron, I don't know if he's going to miss time, but he's hurt too. So th they're down receivers. They need receivers. And Andrew Luck is on pace to throw the football like 200,000 times this year. He's on pace to break the record it for is, the most pass like attempts in a single season. I believe I saw. So I'd still play him as, as a flex. And, and I talked about early uh, Chester Rogers, right? Mm -hmm. He's had 26 targets over the last three games. And I, I can't tell you enough. And, and it lines up perfectly, which means he's probably going to bust. But it lines up perfectly. Buster Screen is still dealing with the effects of the concussion. And Tremaine Johnson is hurt. So if the Jets are down two of their top three DBs, and they were already terrible against slot receivers when Screen was playing, hell, fire Chester Rogers up, dude. Fire him up in PPR leagues. You would think he's going to get eight to ten targets, if not more. Yeah, it could be interesting. Um, for the Jets... Robbie Anderson, is he, is he a thing now? I don't now know. After last I don't week? know. Like, is so, he a thing? Do you trust dude, him? No, I don't trust him. So, like, for the, so the first, like, four games, right? 
They didn't throw to him. They didn't right. throw to him at all. Right. At all. Right? And you're like, oh, well, they're going to a Nuno. Um, and then all of a sudden, I mean, but he only had, what, three catches? He just had two touchdowns. Right. So the target share is still not there. Um, and the Colts, I feel like uh, this is an Anunwad game, not a Robbie Anderson game. So is he worth picking up off the waiver? Well, I mean, sure. I like the Anderson coming into the season. Maybe things will get better as Darnold gets more comfortable uh, in an NFL offense. But I still can't trust him. I have trust issues. I just have trust issues. I just do. You give me one good game out of five weeks, I don't trust you. Right. I can't trust you. All right. I mean, I'm just I, I, I'm just wondering if Sam Darnold maybe is a little more comfortable and willing. To oh, he will be. And, no doubt. And sling it a little bit. So, yep. I, yeah, we'll see. Last week, obviously, was a nice eye opener. If you have Robbie Anderson. Yep. Um, I don't know. I, I give him a flex shot against the Colts. Well, see what happens. Well, yeah, you could do worse. You could do worse. Uh, Cardinals at Vikings. Deep sleepers, Josh Rosen and Christian Kirk. I'm I mean, not going Rosen. The Vikings, the Vikings defense has not been. I know. I, I can't I can't go Rosen. I can't go Rosen. I mean, unless I'm in a two QB or super flex league, I can't go Rosen. Now, Christian Kirk. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking, Marcus. Okay. Now you're talking. Now we're talking sleeper. Now we're talking flex starter. Uh, standard or PPR. Made a big play last week. 75-yard mm-hmm. touchdown. Yep. Rookie to rookie connection going on here. Rosen building that rapport with Christian Kirk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's definitely some sleeper appeal uh, with him. That, that's for – I mean – would you start Kirk over Fitzgerald at this point? I oh, mean, yeah. Fitzgerald's done nothing. Yeah, yeah. I would, He's I'd done start, nothing. I'd start Christian Kirk over Larry Fitzgerald. There you go. For sure. And so I mentioned Dalvin Cook, back at practice today. See if he puts in a full tomorrow, which he should if he did today. And the matchup. Oh. Matchup's good. If, oh, the Card- No team in the league has given up more fantasy points to running backs than the Cardinals. So if Cook is active, okay, and we don't hear any of this damn snap count nonsense, I mean, at worst, he's an RB2, right? Well, I mean, at worst, he's an RB2. I'm not so worried about the snap count. I just want to make sure that he's completely healthy. I mean, right. We saw this a couple weeks no, ago. No, no, I agree. He came back. We thought it was all good against the Rams. He played very little. He you know, was, wasn't 100%, and then we don't see him for another couple weeks after that. So yep. uh, I just, you know, not that I know, not that you know, Dalvin's going to you know, call me and be like, hey, it's all good, bro. But like, I will t- so I've been sending him messages, uh, and he's not getting back to me because I don't think he wants to you know, let on one way or another to some dopey fantasy football analyst that he's healthy or not healthy, whatever. But I've been trying, trust me, because I just made a trade, and we'll talk about this maybe today, maybe next week, with Dave Damashek that involved Dalvin Cook. So I wow. was All hoping right. to see if I can maybe get a little intel from D.C., but he wasn't He wasn't doing it. Yeah, I. Yeah. well, we'll see. <laughs> but that's called a tease, so stay tuned for uh-huh. Monday's show and uh, and see what, uh, what might become of that. Um, next up, Steelers at Bengals. I know you love Juju, right, this week, but the last couple of weeks has been just kind of meh. I, mean, I just, I'm, I'm just a Juju fan. I, I really am. I, I mean, and this is coming from someone who, who just crapped on USC wide receivers forever. Why? Because they deserve to be crapped on because typically they're not good. But I mean, Juju's, I love him. I, I love his personality. I love to watch him as a player. I'm not a Steelers fan, but I love watching him. You know, there's some players out there like, and I, and, and, you know, Yankee fans, forgive me. Because I am, I am 100% dedicated. I like watching Mookie Betts play baseball, man. There's just guys that you like to watch play. And, and, and I just like watching Juju play, and I think he has a good game. I don't think Ben has a good game, but I think Juju has a good game, a bounce-back game. And I also like Tyler Boyd. 
big spot here. Steelers defense bad against slot receivers. Boyd makes most of his noise out of the slot. I would be not I would not be surprised if he actually scored more PPR points than AJ Green this week. Uh wow. All right. That's big. Um <clears throat> so that answers my AJ Green or Tyler Boyd question. Yes. Yeah, uh we're good. We're good with CJ Uzama. 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 Because it, so in the pronunciation it's it's Y E W dash and then Big Za. All right. So it's it's Uzama. All right. And so I yeah, I so last week, ninety two percent of the snaps, right? First game without Tyler Eifert, ninety two percent of the snaps. That's that's a guy who's who's out on the gridiron. And I think it was fourth in targets. Didn't really have a huge game, but the Steelers, I mean, look at the numbers. They get crushed by tight ends. Yep. Austin Hooper, you know, Marcus and I talked about him last week as as a nice streamer. That's why. Steelers defense stinks against tight ends. So I absolutely would use him. I'm starting him in at least one of my leagues this week, and he's available on the waiver wire in a lot of leagues. Uh, Let's see. Next one, Chargers at Browns. Keenan Allen has not been – I mean, he's been fine, but he's not been what you expected when you spent probably a second-round pick on him. Uh, The matchup, not great. Any concerns with him bouncing back? Yeah, man. Dude, listen, <laughs> you know, you remember you remember the Browns drafted Denzel Ward and people were like, really? Right, right. Really? I mean, yeah. Dude. It's worked he's out. He's good, man. He's, he's like, balling. he's on pace to be this year's Marshawn Lattimore. He's balling. Dude, he's good, man. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm starting Keenan Allen, but I'm a little concerned about him. Wouldn't be surprised if Mike Williams had more points this week uh, than Keenan. But the guy that I would certainly bench is Phil Rivers. And Phillip Rivers has been great. Phillip Rivers has been one of several quarterback poster boys for why you should wait to draft a quarterback. He's been great. I mean, he's had one mediocre game this year, one. And even that, I think it was around 17 or 18 points. But Cleveland's defense is tough at home. Like, I get it. I mean, Derek Carr, and that game went nuts. You know, an overtime game, that, that was nuts. But at home, in front of the dog pound, they're giving up fewer than nine fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. Yeah. And one of the quarterbacks they face is Ben Roethlisberger. So they haven't, they haven't, you know, faced all, all dog quarterbacks. Big Ben's pretty good. Not good on the road, but he's pretty good. So Rivers is a fade for me this week. I don't have him in my top 12. Wow. Interesting. Um, I still, I mean, I still have faith in Phillip Rivers. I mean, it, it's not the best matchup. And if you've got another option, you know, you, you I mean, you really might have James. Rivers and Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. James. You might have Jameis out there. Yeah. I'd probably do it. But, you know, if you're a pinch, I don't know. I still believe. I think there's just a lot of weapons there. And, and even if it's not Keenan Allen, they'll find a way to kind of get the ball downfield. Uh, do you dare try if you're hurting Baker Mayfield this week? I don't hate him this week. Okay. No, I mean, so I didn't like him last week, and he had a decent game um, against you know against a, a tough opponent. Right. I, I would I would say he's I don't have him in my top twelve, but I mean two QB leagues. You know if, if Stafford's your quarterback or Breeze is your quarterback, and these guys are on buys. I don't think it's a bad... The Chargers' defense has not been good against the pass. No, it has not. It's, it's right. It's weird because that we really thought they were going to be one of the elite teams yep. in terms of stopping the pass. They have not happen. been this season. So, I mean, yeah, Baker makes plays, dude. He's fun to watch. I mean, another guy who was fun to watch and he's at home game. Uh, I, I would say that he's he's one of those guys. The position is just so ridiculously deep that I'm not saying he's, he's a great starter this week, but I think he's a good start if you need help with the quarterback position. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been saying that his, his greater value right now is in keeper leagues, dynasty leagues, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But in the right matchup, you know, yeah. maybe, he's worth, uh, maybe he's worth getting a shot. 
G Suite is a suite of cloud-based productivity tools that includes Gmail, Docs, Slides, Sheets, and Drive. And these tools help improve your work life both in terms of your experience and the outputs you create. Hence their new campaign. Make it with G Suite. You know, when you have 20 identical versions of a document labeled final, no clue which is the latest, so you make another version, you name that one final, final. I mean, we've been there, right? Uh, well, with G Suite by Google Cloud, a range of work apps like Gmail, Docs, and Slides gets you to make real-time updates to the same document without having to keep track of version after version of a project. And since all the tools are cloud-based, your whole team can access the same document and work on the same page at the same time. To find out more about G Suite's productivity tools, visit gsuite.com. That's gsuite.com. Make it with G Suite by Google Cloud. All right, going through the week six slate, back half of it starts Bills at Texans. Mm-hmm. LaShawn McCoy finally sort of kind of came to life just a little bit, maybe a little bit sort of last week. Uh, do we see more of it quarter sort of kind of a little uh, bit this week against the Texans? Uh, dude, if his ceiling is like 12.8 PPR points, no, <laughs> dude, the Texans defense against the runs tough. Ask Zeke Elliott. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they, they really held him down. I mean, opposing running backs are averaging 3.4 yards per attempt against them and game script, not in the favor of the bills or LaShawn McCoy. If I had depth, I'm thinking about sitting him. I just, I know the rumors have been out there that he might get traded somewhere. Go to Philly. Please. 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 Can he just Please, fantasy guys, I know you're cruel, okay? Just get him out of Buffalo. But if you're out there, man. send him to Philly. Just just get him send out of Send him to Philly. Just get him out of Buffalo. Be great, man. I don't even care. Just out of Buffalo is all I really want. And then we can have more Chris Ivory in our lives. I mean, <laughs> honestly, he hasn't been terrible. That? I mean, he rushed for 1,000 yards a few years he ago with the Jets. He hasn't been terrible in Buffalo. He's so, been more productive. Get, I, and, you know. It would also eliminate, and tonight, you know, the game we have to see. Uh, I, I think it's going to be Corey Clement who's going to see more of the work, but Wendell Smallwood is going to see some touches as well, no question about it. But, I mean, if McCoy goes to Philly, you eliminate and squash that backfield yep. committee, and anybody who drafted McCoy in the third round is certainly smiling. Which is why I've sort of been telling people, you should try to trade for LaShawn McCoy when and where you can. Like, But if he's stuck in Buffalo. If he's stuck in Buffalo, then, you know, whatever. You haven't Because necess- at this point, if you're trading for him. Buy and low. You're not going to have to give up a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if it doesn't work out, you, yeah. know, you haven't necessarily parted with anything, yep. you know, huge. So, yep. I don't know. I feel like it's it's worth a, a dart throw. Um, is Kiki QT ahead <laughs> of Will Fuller now? I mean, the last two weeks he's had more targets. Yeah. Uh, he had the the lone Texans touchdown last mm-hmm. week. I feel like I feel like he's creeping up on him. Uh, no, dude, he's definitely creeping up on him. I, I, not yet for me. Not after two games. I still think Fuller's the better play, uh, as long as he's one hundred percent. But here's an interesting matchup. Okay, I'm not suggesting you should sit New Copkins because that would be nuts. Okay, Tre'Davious White is turning into one of the better cover corners in the National Football League. Marcus, it's and, and uh, I am really interested to see what Hopkins does against uh, Tre'Davious White. Because that is going to be a fun, fun matchup to watch. And if White is doing his job and, and Nuke is held in check, and by held in check, you would you know, think six catches for 85 yards and no touchdowns, mm-hmm. could be other opportunities for guys like Fuller and QT to produce. I'm still starting Nuke, though. No, oh, dude, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm of course. Starting. No, listen, I'm not telling you to sit Nuke Hopkins, but he's got a bad matchup. I mean, I'm not telling you to sit Keenan Allen. He's got a bad matchup. Yeah. So, I mean, if you got if you got grapefruits, then maybe you're sitting them. But I, I clearly don't. <laughs> I mean, I stick with my studs typically. You you better have something really deep yep. in that wide receiver bag mm-hmm. if you're sitting new yep. Yep. this week. Um, 
So, Bears and Dolphins. Yep. Okay, let's say that. Mr. Trubisky obviously is not going to throw six touchdown passes again this week. Like, nope. it's not going to happen. Nope. Does he Does he gently come back to earth, or does it come crashing down back to earth this week? Oh, no, crashing. Crashing. <laughs> crashing. Like the Apollo into uh, the ocean. Oh. Um. I mean, I mean, look. Okay. So, Trubisky's first three games. Mm-hmm. Uh, a rushing touchdown, 14 fantasy points. Uh, two touchdowns, two picks, 14 fantasy points. No touchdowns, 5.6 at Arizona. And then Tampa Bay comes to town, and they are the Swiss cheese of defenses. And he goes just nuts. Right. Miami's defense is good. Pretty good. I it's, mean, they're banged up on front, but they're Certainly defense, better than Tampa's. Their defense is good, man. I mean, you're going to Florida. You're not facing the Bucks again. You're facing another team that can get the job done on the defensive side of the ball that's going to be geared up in front of their home crowd. I mean, the Dolphins have given up just 12.5 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks overall and 8.9 points per game to quarterbacks at home this year. Trubisky is not that good yet. Yeah. He had a six-touchdown game. God bless him. I had him in a 2QB league. I loved it. I killed my opponent that week. Thanks, Mitch. Now you're going <laughs> on my bench. Or maybe the waiver wire. Yeah, I just, you know... I haven't, I haven't seen anything from Mitch Trubisky that gets me excited, and it makes me sad for Allen Robinson. Cause yeah, and I don't like Robinson this week either. Allen Robinson. And, and even Burton, too. Trey like Burton. Burton's like, his target share is not great enough. I mean, you got to play him probably because tight end's tight end. Right. But, I mean, his target share is not that great, so. I still I still do believe, though, in Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen. Yeah. Because the, the Dolphins can't figure out running backs. They, they don't know. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, mix them, ate them for lunch. Like, <laughs> they can't figure out running so, backs. So, yep. I, I start either one of them. One running back I am not playing. Kenyon Drake? Yeah, dude. I, I, would be, I would be trying to sell high on this dude all day long because he won't have a better game than he did last week against the Bengals. He's got the Bears this week. Running backs are averaging 2.9 yards per carry. Yeah. Against this defense. Running backs are averaging 3.3 catches per game against this defense. And they've had a week off. I mean, you know what a bear does to a dolphin if you put the two of them together? Well, how, like how deep in the ocean are we talking? Not deep. Okay, well then the other, it's bad Not deep. It's bad news for the Can dolphin. a bear swim? I mean, yeah. Can a bear swim? I think a bear yeah, can bears, swim, bears right? Can bears swim. can swim. Bears can swim. They can bears climb can trees. Swim. Yeah, yeah. Dolphin, but, you know what I mean? But I feel like if you're going deep in the ocean, then it becomes a little bit sketchy. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a bear. I'm Marcus, a, you just a, ruined my point. I'm not a bearologist. All I'm saying that is if you gave me a bear and you gave me a dolphin and said, which one's going to win a fight? I'm going bear. Ten times out of ten. I actually looked to see if bearologist was a thing. And apparently it's like a... Really? Like Unless a, the dolphins like have those lasers on their heads like in Austin Powers with the sharks. Freaking sharks with freaking lasers beams. on the freaking head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rams at Broncos. We talked a little bit about the fact that there will be weather. There's expected oh, I can't to be wait. weather. Um, but have we reached the point where the Rams, like you know, their their main their main uh, point producers, are they semi matchup proof now? Well, I mean, last week, you know, Cup before he left had a great game. Woods had a great game. Of course, Cooks. I, I'm so glad he's okay because that hit that was, looks that was, so bad. That was vicious. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, what's weird is that, and, and this is like one of those examples where people are like, well, you're saying the wide receivers are going to have good games, but you're saying to sit their quarterback. You're an idiot, Fabiano. But it, it happens. All the time. It happens a it lot. It happens all the damn time. And, and But I do like off this week. Um, I mean, it does depend on what's going on with the weather and how heavy it's snowing because typically they're going to go those fields cleaned off. And if the snow is stopped before kick, the field will be fine. Mm-hmm. But if it's snowing during the game, see, now Goff's a California kid, right? I'd still play him. I'd still yeah. play him. 
you know, like, I mean, I, I talked to Kurt Warner about this a million times and, you know, the, the wet ball and the wind is more of an issue than like throwing a ball in a snowstorm. Right. And I don't even know if this is going to be a snowstorm, but you can also look back. I mean, there's been plenty of games that have been played in the snow where quarterbacks have done just fine. I remember yeah. the game, Tom Brady uh, against Tennessee. And I think they were wearing the old, the old Oilers jerseys. Oh, which okay. are right. glorious, by the way. Right. And by Eddie, by the way, you're wearing the correct New York Giants jersey, by the way. He's wearing the 80s version of the Eli Manning jersey. They should have never went to the NY. They should have kept the Giants. Oh, really? I love I the love, NY. No, they should have kept it. Well, Anything, the NY was the original. Right. I know. They, they, should, they shouldn't have gone back. I love that. No, I, think that's, I, I think that was I loved better. It. But I like the Jets one, too, with the old – I don't like the white helmet with the thing. I like the old 80s thing, but I like everything that's back in the 80s. Well, if you so. listen to this podcast uh, Thursday night, they will be wearing those tonight. Yes. Uh, yeah. During the game, they're wearing yeah, the old, up, old Giants and then the color rush uh, white with yeah. the blue numbers. So, but I don't think that the snow would keep me from starting uh, golf. Now, on the other side of the ball, I'm not starting Case Keenum. No, thank you. And Marcus, and maybe you're going to go to the waiver wire now, but I, in our experts league, because I'm getting my butt kicked because all my running backs are either holding out or hurt. Well, now they're all hurt <laughs> uh, because I made a trade. But um, I cut Freeman. Wow. Uh, I had to. That's a big step for you. I had to. That's a big moment for you. I'm, I had to. I had no choice. I had I had, I had guys on the bye this week. I had to do it. I'm not going to play them. I can't keep them on my bench. They're not doing anything. Philip Lindsay's taking, he's just, he's taking that job and run with it. Literally. Figuratively. Wow. Yeah, I cut him. I cut him, man. I can't. Like, sometimes. It's a, it's a watershed moment on this podcast. You give a dude, like, five weeks. I mean, that's enough, man. Fantasy season's 16 weeks long if you're lucky. Right. You right. know, I just I, somebody else is going to pick him up, and if Lindsey goes down with an injury, then yeah, where is I am going to come back on this show and cry my <laughs> eyes out. But I mean, I I had uh, to. I like I, I, so I I picked up Bilal Paul because if the crow is out and Paul against the Colts, I mean that's pretty good. Yeah. So I I had to do it. It hurts. It hurts. Trust me, it hurts. But. I will say this: Freeman has shown that he can get the job done. They're just not giving. Like him a chance. I mean, right They're now, not giving him a chance. Well, because both guys are playing well, so it's and not. No like one, one saw guy this gonna... Lindsey guy coming. Guy's five uh, foot eight. He's the same height as me. But he's yes, I am five foot eight, maybe five fast. seven. But he's fast. He's fast, dude. He makes plays, fast. man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, real quick, so we all came into the season, you know, saying that if what happens with Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas really hinged upon. Trevor or Case Keenum being better than Trevor Simeon, right? We were all like, yeah, it's going to be like, and I'm looking at this and I'm like, I'm not sure <laughs> because at this point, I looked at it. This point last year, after five games last year, Simeon had more touchdowns than Case Keenum currently does. He had fewer interceptions than Case Keenum currently does. Keenum has had a couple of big yardage games. He's had a couple of games over 300 yards. Um, but on the whole, Trevor Simeon at this point has been better. So, like, all this hope that we had. that things- But Simeon started off really good last year. That's true. And he right? fell apart. Right? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, he started off okay. I mean, even, even last year, it wasn't great for him. But he's been. I thought he had. It, I mean, it's but it's to the point now that there's talk that Chad Kelly could take over oh as the quarterback gosh. in Denver. That's how bad it's been. Do not want. Um, I mean, he was fun to watch in the preseason. I know. Um, but I don't know if I, I trust him in the regular season. Yeah. But I mean, but that's that's where we are right now with Case Keenum. Good They're case. Making a change. Uh, stayed in Minnesota, apparently. Well, I mean, yeah, because 
Case had, I mean, he's, he's a journeyman. He's a, there's a reason he's a career backup. Yeah, dude. A reason he's a Hopefully, Akbar's not around, takes his shoe off and throws it at us. <laughs> but it's true. Did you watch that? You were there, right? Uh, yeah. No. Akbar, <laughs> number one, Akbar, you could fit a family of three in Akbar's shoe. I mean, it's like a damn sailboat. It's huge, right? I don't know why he took his shoe. Why, why did he take his shoe off again? Uh, I don't know. You're asking why me to get the of Akbar, right? He's taking his shoes off. He's taking his shirt off. Hopefully, he keeps the damn trousers on. Because if he takes those suckers off, I'm running in the other direction. But, um, yeah, Keenum, and, and you know what's funny? <laughs> just, just and, we're, and we're, we're hammering the guy, right? We're having fun with him. In case Keenum had a good fantasy week last week. He had over 20 points. Yeah, I mean, he did have a good he week good, last week. He had a good week but last that, week. I mean, that got him sort of back closer to even with Trevor. Yeah. He had to have a big week to kind of get back to even, which, yeah. yeah, and even a lot of that came in garbage time because the you know, the Broncos were getting blown out by the Jets. I, and that was, boy, that was a bad call by me and a lot of other people. Like, Broncos defense on the road against a, a rookie I mean, quarterback, and seemed, they got whacked. I mean, look, the process was right. The results just didn't work out. And a lot yeah. of that, like I said, a lot of that came in garbage time once that game was I think people, and, and I think people underestimate how important home and road is. You know, people online will, you know, you know, break stones. Oh, Roethlisberger, home, road, great analysis. You know, same with Matt Ryan. This, don't hate on me, man. The numbers are there. And the Broncos defense for three quarters against the Chiefs was playing good. And then the fourth quarter, Mahomes came in and, and, and ended up having a pretty good fantasy night. But, at uh, boy, on the road, I mean, they were just brutal. Yeah. That was, was bad, rough. dude. And it's weird seeing the Broncos get smoked by a rookie quarterback who hadn't really done much. That was, <laughs> was kind of an eye-opener. No yeah. Uh, Ravens at Titans. Is there anybody <laughs> that you're starting in this? I was looking. I'm like, I'm I guess, like, I'm like, I guess Ravens no, defense. That's about Justin it. Ravens Tucker. Defense, maybe, um, maybe, maybe the Titans defense. I'm not. Maybe. Maybe. I, I'm not starting Corey Davis. I'm not starting either running back. I mean, Lewis is a flex at best. I mean, they couldn't get it done against Buffalo for crying out loud. Um, I'm not starting the quarterbacks. It's going to. No. This could be like a 9 6 game. Ugh. It really. Hey, Tennessee defense, good, especially at home. Right. It could be a 9-6 game. It really could be. So, um, there, there's, yeah, I mean, Justin Tucker is probably, imagine that. That's it. Like, Deion Lewis is, is a desperation flex against a, a good defense. Um, I, I mean, Crabtree, John Brown maybe, like, as a wide receiver three. You're, you're, uh, you play John Brown, you're hoping he hits the ceiling. You yeah, I mean, Alex it. Collins. He's a desperation flex right now. I mean, a guy's fumbling the ball away. I can't play, I can't play Alex Collins. And Buck Allen's, I mean, Buck Allen's been the better fantasy back. And Collins was, what, a fifth or sixth round pick? Yep. Yeah. yeah. It just hasn't worked out. Uh, Jaguars and Cowboys. Mm-hmm. TJ Yeldon has been pretty good. Yeah, dude. Anybody else, though, that you have any faith in? I mean, because, like, we keep trying to hit on... on like, finding a Jaguar wide receiver is like playing whack-a-mole. Yeah. Like, you just don't know which one's going to pop exactly. up. Exactly. You know, like... Yep. There's nobody beyond T.J. Yeldon that I trust this week in this offense. No, if there's one, well, it's it's either Moncrief or or Keelan Cole, and I can't tell you which one because they alternate. You know, like Moncrief is good one week, you know, Cole's been good. He had that one big game. Um, I can't trust any of them. Niles Paul, I'm not trusting him. You know, I mean, I get it. You know, we're hurting a tight end. Are we hurting a tight end to the point where we got to start Niles Paul? Uh, The only Niles I recognize is Frazier Crane's brother. Yes. Great show, by the way. Um, and, you know, for the Cowboys, it's Zeke and that's it, you know? It. And, like, that's it. I don't know what Jerry Jones has got going on in his head. I mean, didn't he say, like, 
Yeah, our wide receivers are good. I say our because I'm a Cowboys fan. Well, I mean, I mean, like I said that. I know Cole Beasley saying, "Hey, we're getting open." Like it's you know, it's not on us. We're actually getting open. Well, you can't play any of the wide. Not against the Jaguars. There's nobody. You play Zeke. That's it. And actually, the Cowboys have a tough schedule coming up next couple of weeks. Yep. Right. So if if you got a you know a couple of stinkers from Zeke, you got an anti fantasy owner. Zeke's fantasy playoff schedule. Is really good. So he's got the Jags this week. They're at Washington next week. Then yep, a bye. bye. Then yep. Tennessee. Tennessee's tough. Uh, but and look then, at, they're, then they're at Philly, which, yep. yeah, you know. Philly's tough at home, I mean. But then look at that. Look at uh, the three games, the fantasy so playoffs. That, yeah, when the fantasy playoffs, you're looking at, well, you got the Eagles, but you got the Colts, and then the Bucks. Cool. So if you can get the championship week, if you can get the championship week with Zeke on your roster. You're, you're in good shape. You know, it's just, you got you to dodge. Be a guy you got to dodge a lot of mines to, to get there. I just, uh, um. I, I made a trade for Zeke last week in a league, and I'm uh, I made a trade with Dan Helley in our talent league. Uh, I traded him Mahomes as much as I love him. Mm-hmm. I can pick up Jameis Winston off the waiver wire, and he might score five fewer points than Mahomes this week. Uh, Mahomes and Chris Thompson, I got back Big Ben and Saquon. Wow. Oh, wow, look at that. Oh, I love it. But like Saquon and Zeke, very similar in value. You know, guys that if you think you can get now, I would do it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Next one up. Chiefs at Patriots. Start him off. Start well, not, not Chris Hogan. I was like, can you start Chris Hogan? No. Okay. Well, Chris Hogan's banged up too, isn't he? Uh, I think he is. But like, you know, I, mean, I guess that's the point though, right? Like everybody is kind of startable in this one, right? Like, Yeah, he didn't practice on Thursday. All right. So, so you're not starting Chris Hogan. No. Probably. So but here's probably. the thing. Probably. And... People talk about busts, and we talk about some of the guys who've been banged up, you know, like Dalvin and uh, like Fournette. But this dude was getting drafted in the fourth or fifth round in some yeah. weeks. I think we people, I think, forgot. Listen, Edelman wasn't going to be out all year, four well, games. I think everybody realized that, but it was like, hey, you know what? Chris Hogan, I think we all just assumed that he was going to step in and replace that Julian Edelman production, even mm-hmm. in the first four weeks. I think, I think the, the fever dream for Chris Hogan was that for the first four weeks, he basically steps in and replaces the missing production that Julian Edelman would have given them. Yep. And then, because he was so good, you know, that, you know, sort of like the the Ralphie dream in A Christmas Story, he'd be getting A plus, 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 plus and like, you know. Blowing kisses. Right. And so they're like, they, they couldn't get rid of him, right? He's just so good. We'll work him in with Julian Edelman. I think that was sort of the grand fever dream we had, and yeah. it just went south. You know what's funny, too, about Hogan? His best game this year came against the Jaguars. Yeah. The hardest team. Oddly enough. This, yeah. It's, Oddly it's enough. Wa- I mean, he's a waiver wire fodder right now, dude. After the acquisition of, of Josh Gordon in with Edelman back, there's no waiver wire have, fodder, no dude. On I'd rather have Philip Dorsett. Right. At this point, it's that bad. Hey, Sammy Watkins. I feel like this has been a moment of personal growth for me because I was like completely out on Sammy Watkins. I'm like, he's burned me too many times. He's never really amounted to anything. It's just never going to work out. But... The conditions seem to have been right here in Kansas City. I mean, mm-hmm. you're working with Andy Reid in this offense, not having to be a number one receiver. He's not that guy that has to carry the offense anymore. He's not getting all this extra attention because there's so many extra weapons. And you look, his last three full games, right? He had 100 yards uh, against Pittsburgh. He had 55 and a touchdown against the 49ers. Uh, left the game against Denver early with a, a hamstring injury, but came back the next week against the Jaguars, had six for 78 yards. Yeah, like, he's been he's better. He's playing really good right He's been now. better than I thought he was going to be honestly because there are just so many mouths to feed in that offense and 
you know, they've all been kind of eaten to a point. I mean, Kelsey more than the rest of them, except for against the Chargers, which team he always struggles against. You know, uh, Watkins has had some big games. You know, Tyreek's had some huge games and then some stinkers. So they're getting the ball. And this is that's going to be a fun game to watch. That'll be a really fun game. I mean, you know, the Patriots defense has not been playing that bad, but I I just think this is going to be a barn burner. Well, also, they don't. They don't get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. So yeah. if they're going to let Mahomes stand back there, it could be a really long. But game. also, this is like Reed against Belichick. Belichick. Yep. And Belichick against Mahomes, and Reed against Brady. Oh, it's going to be so much. It'll fun be interesting. To watch. Yeah, the only thing fun. that could make this game any better is if the Patriots wore the old school red jerseys with Pat the, the Patriot Pat the on Patriot the helmet back. and the Chiefs are wearing their whites. Oh, that would be great. Huh. Be great. Sorry. I love those jerseys. I see. I love them. Um, all right. Monday night game. 49ers at the Packers. Looks like Nomad Brita. So is this is this an Alfred Morris week? Can you trust I mean, the Packers? So, so okay. So I've got Morris in a couple leagues. And I get it. He's gonna get the full compliment, you would think, unless, you know, they're their game scripted out, but I mean, that's possible, right? right. I mean, if, if the Niners are, are killing the, uh, again, killed by the Packers, you know, how much is Morris going to so carry then, the ball so in the second be, half? So then it becomes a Kyle. Yeah, maybe, huh? you know, so, I, I don't know. I like, I get it. Workload is important, obviously. And right. the projected workload, I mean, you're going to get, you would think you're going to get at least, you know, 18 touches out of them. You, you would hope. think, but you if hope. you're, but if he's game scripted out of it, I mean, look what happened to Aaron Jones last week. Aaron Jones had seven carries the first half, and then boom, he's gone. Game right. script. So if you feel like the Packers are going to come out and and destroy the Niners in the first half, which is very possible, mm-hmm. I mean, then is Morris that great of a play? Volume play? Yeah, I say he's a flex starter, but I I'm, I don't know if I have a lot of confidence in him. Wow. I, I, yeah. I just I like the potential for volume there. I, right, I, I like that, that too. I but would hope, I would think that again, the Niners keep it close enough that uh, that, that he still is relevant for most of it. But otherwise, Kyle Juszczyk does come in and become a factor because he's the guy who who catches the ball out of the backfield. Um, you know, we saw that a little bit last week too for them. By uh, the way, you, yeah. you guys can't see the picture. Marcus looks pretty good over here, huh? Oh, thanks. Look at the hair, man. It looks like yeah, actually, some actually, actually shaved for that. You know uh, what? He looks pretty good, right? <laughs> nice. What do you think, Eddie? You guys have a set of, of beautiful, fun, Not me. zany there's pictures. Nothing, there's nothing uh, beautiful about me. Zany is, is I'll a good be happy word. to rotate through all of them so that when we cut our videos, you guys every, every <laughs> week I'll have a new uh, photo of you guys in the background. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Hey, thanks. Looking good. Uh, now, that's a picture you send to mom and dad. And say, look at how look at how look good at, I look, mom. My, uh, my, look at how good I look. My tuition dollars went to something. Yeah. Uh, do you? I know. I know you're still on the Aaron Jones bandwagon. I'm not right? giving up. Are you? You're, you're trying him this week, right? Yeah. I mean, I think he would have had a better game if it wasn't for negative game script last week. And I think there's a positive game script coming up. So the second half, they're going to give him the football. He didn't get the ball in the second half last week because it was all Jamal Williams because they're getting killed. I, I, I still believe it, you know, and if he has a bad game, he has a bad game. But I feel like, and I've said it before, he's the best back they have. And if the Packers are ahead in the, se- in the second half, and they gave him the football, he can give you 15-plus PPR points. Now, uh, now, and you just got my, you said Aaron Rodgers is saying. Uh, yeah, he told reporters today that he has a, a setback last week with his knee. So he's hoping that tomorrow, uh, if you listen to the podcast on a Thursday, that fr- his Friday practice goes smoother because apparently his knee is all banged up again. Okay, well that's that's disheartening. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's very disheartening. Well, 
Maybe that means more of uh, more, more of Aaron Jones. Jones. Oh, Aaron I, Jones. I mean, you know, you still can't even even Aaron Rodgers. You know, at less than one hundred percent, it's not like you know you could stack the box to stop the run. Or Rodgers will kill you. Still. He will still, yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, that's something to keep an eye on as we get closer to Sunday. There. So that's our look at the week six games. Now, it's time for one of my favorite segments of the week. It's Eddie's delirious pick. What's yeah, buddy. <laughs> All right, so uh, last week I gave the season-long one, the Cooper Cup, who did have a touchdown. Right. I feel like every yep. week he has yep. a touchdown. I think he has up to five now, so hopefully he plays this week. I know he's dealing with the concussion, uh, but if he does play, hopefully Looks he like he's strength. on track to play. Yeah, he should play, so uh, I, I, I'm liking how that's going. Uh, this week I'm going to go in the running back area, and it's a guy that uh, I have on my team, and he's been much maligned all season just due to uh, coaching, quarterback changes. It's uh, David Johnson. Uh, the Cardinals are playing the Vikings this week, so you think strong defense, uh, but it's delirious picked for a reason. So I want to say that Derek, uh, Derek, that David Johnson has his first hundred yard rushing game, but also receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown. Ooh. I know it makes no sense at Minnesota, uh, but I do like the, the dome uh, helps him in a sense. Don't worry. Uh, don't have to worry about any weather factors or mm-hmm. fumbling or anything like that. Um, just another week that Rosen's more comfortable uh, they target him three times only through the air last uh, last week. But like I said, I only need one touchdown. He's rushed the ball 18 times last uh, week for 55 yards. So he's slowly getting going. I think he had over 20 rush attempts the week before. So they're finally starting to realize that he actually might be a good player and they should start using him more. So I think this You'd is his breakout week just because it makes no sense. You would hope so. I think So I think the thing about this is everybody looks at the Vikings. You know, obviously, they've been such a good defense the last couple of years. And we look at them, we still think, wow, that's a scary match. But the way they've played this year, yeah, they have not they have not played exposed up to, with the Rams. You're right, right. Yeah. They just have not Griffin. played up to the expectations yeah. this year. So, um, yeah, I like well, 100 yards with a with a rush and receiving touchdown. That's I like it. Sooner or later, he it's has delirious. to have. Sooner or later, he has to have a game where you're like, oh, that's a David Johnson, a David Johnson game, right? And it's it's going to have to come. And like I said, I think a lot of it has to do with the comfortability of Rosen. Now that he's in there for what this is his third start. Third. Uh, I mean, like you said too. Like I, I, you think you see the Vikings on paper, they have talent on defense, but mm. as a whole, they haven't been as good as was what they were. So I, why not? Why not this week? Why not the game that they're not home? Well, uh, you know, even if they lose this game, and get blown out, which I think they might. Uh, that he still has a, a big game, uh, even if it's garbage time. Like ta- the thing too that scares me though is like only three passing targets. That is that's that's wild. It makes no sense. That's wild. I don't understand how that works. But all right, I can get down with this. I can get behind that. I don't have David Johnson in any leagues. But. I traded him. Yeah, you uh, did. I, I have I been on a. I haven't, been, I haven't been one league. I have dude. been on a trading like frenzy in the last couple. I just love to trade. Trade not trade not trying. I love the action, man. I love trading uh, in the uh, Allison Chains League. And the trade ended up. I won last week, but it it backfired on me temporarily because I traded David Johnson and Galladay, and I got back Chris Thompson, Breida, and Keenan Allen. And Breida got hurt last week, but I mean, long term, I think he'll be fine. So, uh, but I do have Dalvin Cook in that league, and he's coming back this week, full practice. So that's a good thing. 
So, um, yeah, I've been wheeling and dealing. And again, we got to talk about that trade I made with Damashek last week. I think it's going to interest a lot of people because a lot of people are wondering what to do with certain injured slash holdout <laughs> running backs. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, that'll be one to keep an eye on. All right, before we finish up, uh, we'll hit the mailbag. Uh, see, we got a few tweets there. Yeah, we have a bunch of tweets. Thanks again to everyone who tweeted at uh, either uh, Marcus or Fabs or the NFL podcast handle. Um, let's start over here with uh, at Horsepower4. Should I start Buck Allen or Aaron Jones? Kind of seems like Jones should see more action. Yeah, I go with Jones here. Agreed. I mean, Buck Allen has just been like I, the, the best thing he's done for fantasy managers is help those people who are playing against Alex. <laughs> and it. if I'm if I'm correct, I don't think the Titans have given up a rushing touchdown to a running back if, or a touchdown have, at all to a running back. They just they haven't given up much, even if they have. So it's, it's been bad. Uh, next, up we have at Mike Abel, 77, Allen Robinson, Ro- Allen Robinson, Will Fuller or uh, John Brown this week. I'd probably go Will Fuller. There. I think I'd go Will Fuller. I just I don't trust Allen Robinson this week. I just don't. It's not that I trust, don't trust Allen Robinson. I just don't trust Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably more That's of true. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'd go, I'd go Fuller. At Fantasy F is four, should I trade Gronk and Dalvin, guessing Cook, for James White and Mike Evans? So Gronk and Dalvin Cook for James White and Mike Evans. I'd do it. If I'm getting White and Evans. Yeah, you're in return. I'm you would I'd, I'd do it. I don't know. I I. I ha- I say no just because I don't know if I want to trade away Gronk because then what do you then you're really struggling at the tight end spot. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I guess it, it depends on what I you guess, got. I mean, I guess that's. But that's I kind of did that with you, and I'm streaming tight ends, and yeah, I mean, it's so. doable. It's just uh, it's a it's a yeah. Uh, and let's wrap it up with this one. We have at SassyGal09. Should I continue to use the Chargers on defense or switch it up? I say you switch it up. I mean, the, the matchups. I mean. First the Browns this week, right? They're playing a rookie quarterback. Yeah. I mean, get it. This week is probably a good week for him, but I think week to week, I don't think you have to just ride the No, 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 no. No, like, I mean, the Texans are a good play this week. You know, they could – I saw the Vikings on the waiver wire in a few leagues. I put in some claims. Wow. Get them. Yeah, but they haven't been good. You know, so there's defenses out there that you can – you know, I'll give you a, uh, an under-the-radar one. Okay. Cowboys. Yeah, Blake Bortles is a turnover machine. He is a turnover machine. And, yeah. and the Cowboys defense, I mean, I get Sean Lee, but, I mean, they play better at home. They play better at home. Look, I mean, beat, beat Stafford and the Lions at home. The Lions, what have they done? Mm. They beat the Patriots this year, right? Who'd they beat? They beat Packers. Yep. Yep. So, I think the Cowboys defense is, de- is, is a decent streamer. They are a sneaky uh, streamer. Yeah. One thing with the Chargers, they don't forget, a few weeks, or hopefully sooner rather than later, they're getting back Bosa. If you hold on to them, oh, that make a difference. That no, changes a lot yeah. with them. Yeah, dude. That yeah. does change a yeah, lot. No doubt. So, Hey, that'll do it for this edition of the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. Been uh, checking on Monday. Should uh, We've got a, a special guest lined up. We'll talk some trades. Uh, a lot of things going on as we uh, head to week seven. and kind of get to the back half of the fantasy regular season. We're, uh, dude, we're, we're, where's the time going, man? It's flying by. So uh, before we get out of here, as always, remember... If you lose your shoe at midnight, you're not in a fairy tale. You're probably just drunk. We'll see you on Monday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota. Let's go places. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.